can we make it through an introduction of our show without Father Kerry making the guitar noise? The answer is yes. Oh gosh, life goals. One of my New Year's one of my New Year's resolutions was to make it through an entire introduction without Father Kerry making the guitar noise. 2023 is off to a great start, everyone. Is this tw- no? This isn't. No, you just finished that goal at the end of 2022. It just took you all year. Oh wow! It's January 1st. Let's go. Hey, Ponce okay. told me the other day that this was our. Uh, I, what do we call Rob Ponce? He's a director of communications. Oh. Slash good good people. Beard analysis guy. He's got that stunning beard. Anyway, yeah. He said retired Navy Navy uh, Navy um, uh, chief petty officer, and. He said that we had how many episodes of this show? Two I believe uh, we're on episode 240. What? 239. This is episode 239. This is impressive that we've put up the with best each other. Thing, I think the best thing about our podcast is we are, we've done it every week. Yeah. Because a lot of podcasts are like, oh, we'll be taking a break for the summer. Uh-uh. Excuse me. No. That's how you lose listeners. There's no breaks. I, I'm going to give you a public uh, proclamation shout out here. I think if, well, I don't think. We should do a whole show where we just compliment each other. Okay, O'Brien, if you hadn't stayed on this, this would have died. I know. I know. I, <laughs> I know. It's, it's you wanted to do this really bad, and I was You wanted to do, we, we, this was a joint idea. Whoa. Like the Green Mile joint? This was a joint idea, but, I mean, peop, the people should know when the, when the, when the book gets written... <laughs> on this on this podcast, I mean, like the Beatles, there was almost we've almost broken up several times. <laughs> oh, and it was mostly it was mostly around scheduling. Yeah, we always had difficulty like scheduling. Um, there is there's weeks when you know, or we had like a we had something scheduled, and then like I had a funeral come up, or you had a and my week was already construction, pro, you know, meeting or anyway. All that, but anyway, we're here. We're here. Uh, joining us once again this week is um, Daniel Albrecht, seminarian of the Diocese of Tulsa. What's up? Welcome. This Thank is, you. Glad to be here. Great. This is great to like to have this environment because Kyle just and sits Kyle, by, Kyle's, Kyle's here sits by the fire. Kyle's sitting and... by the fire, interceding. Uh-huh. <laughs> we all there's plenty of room here. I he, do like our rectory. Yeah, he has his raised hands raised in the Oron's position, which you're not supposed to be doing. Put those <laughs> down. Yeah, hey, give it a few Kiss. years. He we'll says, get to that. Maybe we'll get to that today. Is okay. The Our oh. Father, P- the the P- the posture of the people during the Our Father. Okay, I, I just uh, just to recap the last couple of weeks. Let's we've recap. Had Christmas. We had Christmas. Uh, we've had. It the, went well. It was uh, good. Good we, big crowds. We had the feast of Saint John the Evangelist on the twenty seventh. Uh, I got Saint my, Stephen the Martyr on the twenty uh, sixth. Uh, our our temporary certificate of occupancy came mm-hmm. in Congrats. on the twenty eighth. Uh, then. The Holy Family, yep, showed Feast up. Feast of the Holy Family, which is our diocesan feast day. I know, great. And then Mary, Mother of God, on Sunday, which is yeah, all perplexes that's today me because ish. I yeah. don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't preach during this uh, Christmas break ever, except when I stand in the mirror and I look at myself and say, "You're a holy man," and that's the only homily and I humble. give. And humble, and charming. You are the most humble person I've ever known. <laughs> Um, we, yeah, it's a, it's great. It's great to kick the, to kick the year off with a, with a great solemnity like Mary, mother of God is great. Yes. Um, so January 1st, if you don't know, 
Every January 1st is the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. This year it happens to fall on a Sunday. Holy Day of Obligation, be there. And so every Sunday is a Holy Day of Obligation for all of you people out there. Um, but then this this Solemnity happens to fall on a Sunday, and so yeah. the Sunday, you know, it becomes the Sunday, the Sunday Mass. Kind of like Christmas. Christmas fell on a Sunday. Yes. So your Sunday Mass was Makes indeed it easy. Makes Christmas. It easy. Indeed. Um, so it's just, yeah. So so I hope we hope your 2023 is off to a great start. Uh, hopefully your your New Year's resolutions are intact. Um, seeing as how it's like, well, it's either the Friday. This comes out on the Friday before New Year's. Yeah. But anyway, uh, do you have any New Year's resolutions, Daniel? I think this one is like finally develop a good schedule for seminary. Oh, okay. Yeah. How does that, actually, what, like, how, what is the practicality of that? Well, Why? it's one already. We have a pretty like well ordered life over there. Like we have a pretty uh, strict schedule, but just like having order in your life, like orienting uh, like the day towards like the liturgy and like just putting everything in its proper place, really just. Uh, Allows for a greater state of happiness. Yep, freedom actually. It, yeah, and so order leads to freedom. It does. <clears throat> so Thomas Aquinas actually uh, has a lot of really good writings about just like the ordered day, especially like his ordered life prayer, and just putting things in the proper place and getting what needs to be done when it needs to be done and prioritizing that. Yep, just kind of allows you to be free in the moments that you're free. And be free in the moments where you need to be doing things. Yeah, I love that. I love uh, Bishop Robert Barron has a thing where he talks about like the rules of sports. Like the rules, the order actually allows the sport to be enjoyed. He always talks about golf, but like pick any sport, baseball, football, whatever. If, if football had no rules, nobody would watch football. Nobody would play football. It would be the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, dry, I like to use the driving analogy that if you were... If there were no rules of driving, nobody would drive. It would be the most dangerous thing ever. You drive on the right side, <laughs> but I, cho- I want to drive on the left side. When I come to a stoplight, for me, red means go. There's no rules. Nobody would drive. Yeah, it's just a place. So. Order, order is good. Speaking of order, we've been walking through the mass. Was that a good segue? <laughs> Ooh. I'm not sure that was. We so we ended our last episode. We were we were uh, about to, and I probably shouldn't have even brought it up at the end of the last episode because it was only like one minute left. Okay, so we were working through. We did the epiclesis. We were talking about the institution narrative. Yep. Do this in memory of me, and we like take that seriously. Jesus said, "Do this in memory of me," and the Catholic Church said, "Okay, let's do it. We will." And so we do every single day. Uh-huh. We celebrate the mass. Yep. Then the anamnesis, so that was like kind of the remembering. We remember Christ's death, his life, his death, his resurrection, his ascension into heaven. All of that, so, so, so cool. And then the oblation, right? The idea of sacrifice, that Christ is being offered to the Father in the Holy Spirit at every Mass. But we also have uh, an offering to bring. That offering is our very selves, the other great part of the Mass is we, we pray for specific things. Um, so here's a, here's a little trivia. Here's a little trivia. Um, on, a, on a Sunday Mass, so let's say a Sunday Mass using a Eucharistic prayer two, okay. let's just say. What specific names are mentioned in the Mass? Ooh. 
Who who is mentioned by name? And I'm going to bet each of you uh, $20.23. I'm going to bet each of you that you will not be able to name all of the, the, the specific names that are mentioned in the Mass. Go. And Eucharistic Prayer 2? Let's just say it's Eucharistic Prayer 2. So it's not Eucharistic Prayer 1 with all the Linus, Cleanus, Clement, Sixtus. It's not that. It's not Eucharistic Prayer 3 where you can add, you know, the name of a saint. I add one. You add 48. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm okay, kidding. you may give them. Okay. So what? There, there's the obvious ones. The Blessed Virgin Mary and St. Joseph. Okay. The space for the saints. Okay, but non, that's not in Eucharistic Prayer 2. Yes, yes, but I get you. I no, get you. It, yeah? it is in Eucharistic Prayer 2. It no, says right you can't here. add saints. You can't add saints no, it says in right Eucharistic here, Prayer 2. all the saints. Oh, but not, but, but not by name. By name. Oh. So Mary uh, and Joseph. Angels. That's not by name. And uh, then there's a option for the Pope and the Bishop. Okay. But, and, so those people are named by name. Pope Francis, our Pope. David, our Bishop. Uh, the, the Holy Spirit. Not by name. I mean, yeah, yes, but... Yeah. The Holy Spirit. The name is, of a person, of a of a physical, whoa, 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 once whoa. walking the oh, earth oh, oh, or okay. currently walking the earth person. Okay, so it's the the Father Jesus. The no, Holy Spirit. Okay. names of people. So you got Mary, Joseph. you got Joseph. Yep. You got Pope Francis. That name is not specifically. But in there. but but everyone is naming a pope. Okay. Everyone is naming the bishop. a bishop. Yep. Is that all you wanted? You're missing one. Oh. I said Jesus. There's a name that's mentioned in the Sunday Mass. Jesus, yes. What? Mmm. 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 There's a name. There's... Dead silence, radio. We're not supposed to have... Okay, go go ahead and tell us. us. Pontius Pilate. Oh. Burn! Oh my god! Pontius gosh. Pilate in the Creed. Oh, you said I thought oh. you were talking about the Eucharistic prayer. I mean, okay, fine. <laughs> so anyway, we get to now <laughs> to the so Pontius Pilate. We talk about him in every mass. Yeah, I get that. That was that was. You not, owe me twenty dollars. I do not twenty three cents. We're talking about the Eucharistic payable prayers. in cash, uh, or, knuckle sandwiches, or make, bit or Bitcoin. Oh boy, I don't want that. Okay, so we get to the intercessions, and this is really cool. What, what Eucharistic prayer do you have open okay, there have, in uh, your Eucharistic missal? Eucharistic prayers one and three open. Let's do three. Can you do three? I, I like them, but uh, uh, yeah, because they're actually both doing the same thing. You know, Father John Grant gave this mention one time that Eucharistic prayer three is Eucharistic prayer one, um, and it's it's very similar to it because uh, there is this this statement um, about. Um, recognizing the sacrificial offering that's going on, that both of them state it very clearly that we're being nourished by the body and blood, that which has come down from heaven, participating in this divine liturgy. Yeah, I like it. And then it jumps, both of them jump into, remember also, Lord. Made this like, and so... And now we start naming, this is, it's really cool. So we start naming very specific things. We're not sort of praying... You know, sort of generally, we're getting very yeah. specific. I'm praying for certain people and groups of people. What do right. you got there? So, so the first in Eucharistic prayer one, it talks about remember, Lord, your servants, and it leaves this little red spot. Um, and this is number ninety-five, who have gone before us with a sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. So there's those. The um, Eucharistic prayer three in one thirteen. 
um, begins to name the saints to start off with. So that as they're moving along, each of them is participating, and they they begin to name the saints, the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mary the Mother of God, um, St. Joseph, her spouse, the apostles, the glorious martyrs, and then the opportunities to add the saints. You can add a there, saint, sure. Um, which is very similar to number 96 in Eucharistic Prayer 1, that it begins to go through this litany of the, the saints. Yeah. So we're naming names. So we're getting we're getting very specific. Um, and then after that, so we kind of start, you know, sort of the church is hierarchical, right? So we start with Mary, Joseph, the apostle, you know, so we're kind of, so we're kind of working our way down uh-huh. um, the patron saint of, you know, of, the, of this particular place. Um, and then we get to, so we've kind of, we've, t- we've, we've talked about and asked for the intercession of the church in heaven, right? The church triumphant. But then we're also pl- asking for that group of people we're asking for their prayers also for the for the church on earth yeah. for the visible church on earth and so now we name names we talk about we name the name of the pope that's right we name the name of the bishop and then kind of some other so could you uh, do read eucharistic prayer 3 uh, uh, on so that we, part yes uh, so we went through the names of the saints asking them for our intercession and then May the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity, and this is what you just now said, your pilgrim church on earth, which is exactly what um, Eucharistic Prayer 1 says at the very beginning throughout the whole world together with your servants, asking help um, to um, for them as well. Um, your servants, Francis, our Pope, and then David, our Bishop, the Order of Bishops, all the clergy, and then... Not just the hierarchy of the church, it goes into, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like bringing all of these people. I, I, I like this next, he says, in Eucharistic Prayer 3, listen graciously to the prayers of this family. Of this family, that's us. Yeah, so now it's it's not only the us family, petitioning, the family of God. us petitioning God to help the church, what they call militant, the church going throughout the world— it's now saying, okay, this family, that um, the body of Christ, that's what I love about Eucharistic Prayer 1 uh, is also because those, those names uh, of the Roman canon are all the family of God. It's all of these saints who have participated in the life of the church and are part of this family. Uh, it's the body of Christ breathing together in this uh, beautiful liturgy. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family. So now, like we've asked the saints in heaven to pray for us. It's like, Lord, listen to the prayers of this family in heaven and this family here on earth, who you have summoned before you, and in your compassion. Again, it's all the liturgy is directed to the Father. Oh, merciful Father, gather to yourself. I love that. Gather to yourself. All like your children. The arms of God just like... Scattered throughout the world. Uh, uh, St. Peter's, uh, St. Peter's Basilica has Ooh. those those big um, the colonnades, colonnades yeah, yeah, coming that out look, that look like a fisher's net, and all the people get inside of the colonnades for the liturgy because it's the it's the church throughout the world. It's that um, that the word diaspora. It's scattered throughout the world. Yeah, it's the called. pilgrim church on a journey as a family. Gathered. So when we pray in the Mass, the, the Mass is being offered. You know, there's always an intention for the Mass that yeah. the priest has. 
people are asked to come with their own intentions, but really also every Mass is offered for all, all of the faithful living and dead Yeah, at every Mass. So that's why there, there's power in that. I mean, it brings us, it brings us together. Um, it's, a, it's heaven and earth you know, c- colliding. I got this crazy idea, and sometimes ideas just come to me, and I think this one is a crazy good one, is I'm, gonna, I'm thinking about handing out a post-it note to everybody as they walk into Mass and a pen. And I just tell them, I need you to write down your intentions for Mass. I need to, because it says, listen graciously to the prayers of this family. And it's like, well, if people are just coming to watch and stare at the priest. Good like, Mass, oh my, Father. Golly, Father, great homily. You, you prayed so beautifully today. No one says that. No one says that. But what, what, <laughs> what are the prayers of the family? Like, what are yeah, people Yeah, what did bringing? you bring? I love, uh, you know, we do we do this sometimes in our priest group. Maybe I think we should do it more. There's like five of us, and we we get together once a month. And um, I, I've seen priests do this where they're like, right before mass, you know, you pray, you prepare yourself, and then like the some the you know the the main celebrant will like go around to each priest. Okay, what's your intention? What's uh-huh. your intention? Yeah, yeah. What's your intention? What's your intention? It'd be interesting to like stand at the front door. And as every person walks in, be like, what's your intention? What's your intention? Like before you hand, before you give them any, before they can sit down, they have to tell you what they're praying for. But that's the habit people should, people should be in. Um, okay, so when we say, we, so we say the name of the Pope, uh-huh. which is the, is the same at every church. Um, except, but then the, except when a Pope dies. Okay, so and this then, is actually very interesting. Yeah. So when, this, when I, was in, I was in seminary, so 2005, John Paul II died. Uh-huh. April, whatever that was. I think April 2nd. Yeah. So then all the cardinals come to Rome and they have the, the papal conclave. Okay. And Pope Benedict is elected. So that day, I think it was April 18th or 19th, yep. 2005. So that day, you know, we we were watching the conclave. You know, we're we're oh, seminarians. We're totally nerding out. I do remember the you day know. this happened. I mean, you're like, ooh, is it going to be this? Who's it going to be? Uh, you know, everyone's speculating. Yeah. Everyone, like, pretending to know about all these cardinals that they've never heard of <laughs> because they, like, read an article about them on <laughs> CNN.com or something. Um, and we were the, – the bell started ringing at St. Peter's. And so that – so what that means is that a pope had been elected. Yep. But we did not know. So every day at the seminary at St. Minard, we had Mass at 11.30. So I don't know. The bells start ringing at, let's say, like 11. Okay. And we were like, are we seriously? We're, we're not. We're, we're going we're gonna to like be in Mass when the Pope is announced? Anyway, the rector comes out. He was like, we're going to push Mass until after the announcement. Oh, and so, and so we did. So we're all just like crammed around these, you know, TVs and watching. And so, you know, Cardinal, I think Cardinal Estevez comes out onto the balcony. You know, he's Anuncio. Can, 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 I, can I try? Anuncio Vobis Gaudio Magnum. You know, I announced to you. I announced to you with great joy. You know, abemos papam. You know, we have we have a pope, and so we're all just like, oh, this is the best. And I think what's awesome. This is just a little side note. What was awesome okay. about our excitement. As seminarians, and I hope this is true of everyone in the church, we didn't know who the Pope was going to be, and we were excited. So it wasn't like, oh, if it's this guy, I'm going to be super excited. If it's this guy, I'm going to be, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be so disappointed. You know, okay. he's not conservative enough or liberal enough, or you know, we were just pumped for the new 
for the new po- whoever that was we were gonna go to work uh, I, have, I have a question have you ever been in Rome why a pope was like announced no what happened when Pope Francis was announced we arrived the day after Oh. I brought a group of Bishop Kelly kids. I thought you all were there. So we were there for the inauguration mass of Pope Francis, 2013. Yeah. Did you but like not, pull, did you pull out your celebrant card and like backstage, back at like Wayne's World? <laughs> I, I'm a priest. Pass, I'm a priest. I'm a priest. So then it gets announced, and so it was Pope Benedict, right? Annuncium uh-huh. vobis gaudium magnum, abemus papam. You know, uh, what's the line? Uh, I don't know. I failed my. Uh, Cardinalum. Uh, oh, it was it was I forget it was lot. Joseph Cardinal. Yeah, yeah, Cardi- yeah uh, Ratzinger. Yeah, Cardinalum Ratzinger. And so now we're pumped because Cardinal Ratzinger is oof, like oof. the new pope. And then uh, Evidentissimo. Oh, what does he say? And then and like basically his name is going to be, you know, Benedict Benedicto Diezimi Sexti, uh, Benedict the Sixteenth. So then, when all that was announced. He comes out onto the balcony, he says a few words, and then we go to Mass. Yeah. And so the priest who had the Mass, for me, was the first one. He did Eucharistic Prayer 3, and he got to say, for Benedict our Pope, and at that time, Daniel our Bishop, not Daniel Albrecht. He's not (laughs) For Benedict our Pope, and it was just like... Benedict is our Pope. Oh my gosh. And, but we got to say it. So we were, I don't know. We were like, I think we were like one of like the first places to like say the name of Benedict in the mass. Okay. I have, I have a question. I, like Francis is the, is the Pope right Francis now. Francis the first. Francis the first of his kind, not Francis the first. Right. Very particular about that. Um, but anyway, when you say the name in Spanish, it's Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. Okay, can you substitute a nickname for Francis, like Panchito? No. Like, Nuestro Papa Panchito. No. Why not? I mean, if if you want to be, what? If you want to be weird. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you saying this is a terrible idea? This is why I don't celebrate Mass in Spanish anymore. Paco. Uh, nuestro like, Papa. It'd be Paco. like like when Benedict, like or like when John Paul II, you'd be like, and for JP two, our Pope, Juan Pablo Segundo. You would no, no. You say his name. Okay, okay. I was just taking a sip Francis, of coffee there. Francis, our Pope. So one interesting thing when I when I became a priest in two thousand seven. Yes. When uh, Pope Benedict was the Pope, and then in t- two thousand thirteen, Pope Benedict resigned. Pope Francis. Uh-huh. So then you got to get used to. Like a new name. Yeah, sure. But then it happened when we got a new bishop. Woo. For Francis, our pope, and Edward, our bishop. I had to change <laughs> from Edward to David. Okay, what do you do if there's not a pope? Uh, you, d- um, you don't even say anything. That's correct. With your servant, you don't Edward, even say our it. bishop. You just say, yeah. So what's the line? You would just say, Your pilgrim church on earth with your servant. No, you don't even say, I don't think you say servant. You just on say, earth with. With um, Edward, our bishop. Uh, the order of bishops, all yep. the clergy. You just it. leave it out. It's the same way when you don't have a bishop. When you don't saying, have a bishop, yeah. yeah. Okay, so now, what what happens to priests uh, when they're traveling? Oh, that's confusing. It's very confusing. So I'm going uh, on my retreat. As people listen to this, I will be leaving uh, the, on Sunday to go to Iowa <laughs> for my annual retreat. I'm going to be in the Archdiocese of Dubuque, 
Iowa. You been there, Daniel? Not yet, no. Oh, you got to go. It's beautiful. It, what's their bishop's name? Steve? Their bishop is See, I'd have to I have to figure this out. Um, Kyle, can you search that? It's um uh, Jekyll's. Uh, what's his first name? I don't know. I, don't I just know. knew him as Father Jake, Monsignor Jake. So there's a the there's a priest Denver. there's a priest who made up a website for all you priests listening out there. The website is diocese dot in. Diocese dot in. Like what diocese am I in? <laughs> oh, diocese dot in, and you just Stop. it has a location. If your location finder is on, it will tell you what diocese you're in and what the bishop's name is. No way. It is so. It and that's all it does. It's like that's, MapQuest. That's the website. <laughs> Diocese dot in. Did that need to happen? I find it very helpful. If you're moving around, it's like it's like Waze apps. Like yeah, there's a cop. Michael up. is his name. Michael Jekylls. Brent. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, it's super handy because when you're traveling, uh-huh. I, the the out that a lot of priests use is you say. Um, you know, for Francis, our Pope, and the bishop of this place. Our local bishop. <laughs> yeah, our local bishop. But that's, I, a, that's a total cop-out. You should really know. So sometimes when you travel around in sacristies, especially if it's places where priests are coming from all over, uh-huh. they'll have in the sacristy, they'll have like the name of the Pope, which you should ho- hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you would know, and then the name of the bishop so that when you, when you celebrate Mass, you know, you get it right. But I think it's important that we that so we call these the intercessions. We're praying by name for the Pope and for a bishop. Now, what if you don't? What if you're a priest uh, and and you don't? You know, maybe you don't like the Pope. Say it. Anyway. Maybe you don't like your bishop. Maybe your bishop just gave you an assignment that you don't want. Maybe you were so happy where you were, and then you got sent to some really difficult parish, and you you decide I'm not saying the bishop's name today. You can't do it. Don't do it. Right? We pray. Survey says the the Pope. The Pope is the spiritual leader of a billion Catholics. He needs our prayers. Yeah. Um, being the Pope is really hard. I bet so. I've never been the Pope, but I wouldn't want to. Being be the a pope. bishop is really hard. Uh huh. And so, for the people, when you hear the priest pray for uh, for Francis, our Pope, and David, our Bishop, as we do here in the Diocese of Tulsa. I hope that you are also interceding and praying for those two men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a bishop in, in uh, England who just resigned the other day. He was like, this is way too tough. Like, I, I can't do this. I, yep. Please, just let me out. And so he went back to, I forget what religious community he belonged to, but he went back to his religious community. He was just like, they say, the, the I, I guess it's kind of a joke, but it's also, there's like a lot of, they, uh, it takes them so long to fill dioceses now because when they call guys up and they're like, the Holy Father has named you a bishop. And the answer is, uh, a no third. Thanks. I've heard, the, the stat I've heard is a third. A third of guys that are called are saying no. Golly. Now, Wild, it used I, to be like one out of eight or one out of 10. Well, and now it's three or four out of 10. Okay. Well, luckily they don't make I can see why you wouldn't want to be one. Ugh. I know. Man, be okay. rough. So, okay, so we intercede for the Pope, for the Bishop, and then we're praying also for the dead. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. There's so some it, good stuff in there. If you, if you get into this, you know, the, the Catholic understanding is that the, the, the holy souls in purgatory and that they are alive. That is, remember uh, that great moment Jesus says, 
I'm the God, uh, my father is the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, the God of the living and not the dead, that these people are alive. And so we, I, I mean, they are here, there in the, in the, in the liturgy, um, after, after the, tr- what they call the church militant, they, the church suffering or the church purgatory, um, our departed brothers and sisters and and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life. So, I mean, very clearly, it's like, we're not praying people out of hell. No. It's, it's the faithful departed, those who were pleased to you at their passing from the... Give kind admittance to your kingdom. Like, Lord, purify them this day through this great sacrifice of the Mass, through this participation in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, this memorial that is not just a remembrance, but a the same as the passion and the death of Jesus Christ. Allow them into your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. He joins his hands. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. That's a great time in the Mass to pray for your own, For if there's dead people in your life, to, to, to pray for them, to bring them to mind. I have 15 names I remember. Grandma, yeah. Grandpa, my friend from high school. That guy I used to work with, storm, storm the gates of yeah. heaven with prayers for those people. Unite unite your prayers to the great sacrifice of Christ in the Mass. Yeah, well, we were it's powerful. Ta- we were powerful. talking about John Vianney the other day, and there was this line. The lady came and said, uh, my, my husband committed suicide, and John Vianney said to her, um, I saw your husband jump off the bridge, and he was begging God for mercy between the bridge On and the water. There's a lot of salvation that can take place right there. So we intercede. We, yeah. we pray for our beloved dead and those who will die, like Kobe Bryant. I mean, the guy like went to Mass, got on a helicopter, and crashed. And yeah. we're praying for those people who will die with yeah. un- totally unprepared. And pray for people ready. who don't have anyone to pray for them. You I know. know. I love this is the prayer of praying for the person who is farthest from heaven. Yep. Woo. All right, we're out. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Long live the Pope. Peace.